The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB DFS Quickets, your Monday, May 20th edition. Got an eight-game slate on tap for you. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Brooks Kepka's fourth major championship, back-to-back PGAs. You had the Game of Thrones finale. If you liked it, you hated it. It's over, regardless. Uh, so much going on. Barry finale, for those that like Barry, that's good stuff there. Uh, yeah, good, good weekend. John Wick 3, still on the agenda to go check that out. It was busy for that respect, but uh, fun baseball. Lots of baseball over the weekend. Got eight games tonight. And I'm going to warn you right now, I did research last night, hoping there'd be new numbers today. There's still nothing, because there's a bunch of games waiting for pitchers. So I have three totals out of our eight games right now. And I've looked at multiple spots, and that's all I have right now. So I apologize for that in advance. I have most of the starters. There's two I'm still waiting for. So things will change possibly there. So I really, really recommend jumping in the Fantasy DJ's Slack chat if you'd like. It's free. Um, I'll be in there later today to help answer questions. If not, come join the TQE. The Quant Edge has uh, some great tools they're working on and building. Uh, great articles. The content is phenomenal over there. And they have a member Discord that's really, really good, really, really active, where you have access to the, the, the writers pretty much 24-7, and you can ask a lot of questions in there. So I recommend jumping in any one of those. If you want to join the Quant Edge, you get $25 off the season pass. You can get um, the uh, All Sports Month. For $19.99 or the five-day trial for $5, whichever works for you. Go check it out at quantedge.com. If you do the $19.99 month or the five-day trial, you get basketball as well as you're in the NBA playoffs. You get all that content as well. So go check all that out, quantedge.com, or join us over at the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. Lastly, if you give a rating or review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it. Just take a couple minutes out of your time and go a long, long ways. All right, your totals that I do have on this slate. You got Yankees at Orioles, nine and a half. We're waiting on Nationals at Mets because it looks like, from all intentions, Andrew Gagnon is going to make a spot appearance for the Mets. We're waiting on that one. Phillies at Cubs, waiting on that one because it's Wrigley Field weather. Uh, Seattle at the Rangers, total of 11. That's already jumped half a run overnight. That one's going to be a good one. White Sox-Astros, we're waiting on the White Sox starters. Right now I'm seeing Ross Detweiler. If you go on DraftKings, they have every single possible White Sox pitcher in the system. So that's fun. Uh, that one total we're waiting on. Braves at Giants. I'm really not sure why we're waiting on this total. Andrew Suarez was named the starter for the Giants early yesterday, but we're still waiting on a total there. 
Twins at Angels. They're doing the opener. You got Cam Bedrosian going to Felix Pena. So waiting on the total there. And then D-backs, Padres total 7.5. So I have most of the pitching matchups for you. It's just the totals I don't have. And we'll work with what we have from there. As always, as this is your first look podcast. But they're making me work a little harder on a Monday by giving me no information to work with. But uh, weather-wise, Washington at the Mets. Wind is blowing out to right field at about 11 miles an hour. Seattle, Texas blowing in from right field about 23 miles an hour. And Giants, uh, Braves Giants blowing out to center. But don't worry, the ballpark is kind of built to mask out the wind. So it shouldn't be a major impact at all. All right, let's go to the pitching that we do know. On this slate, we've got some good, good high-priced options. We're going to be looking for some value bats tonight. And he started off with Patrick Corbin. 10-9 at the New York Mets. Corbin has been just outstanding. It's the best way I can say it. Absolutely outstanding this year. You know, 2.94 ERA at home, 2.88 on the road. He's faced the Mets three times this year, averaging 24.1 drafting points per start. He's given up six earned and 20 innings pitched, three home runs, and 24 Ks in those 20 innings pitches. Been absolutely outstanding against the Mets. A Mets team that just got shut out on 89 pitches by Sandy Alcantara. Yes, Sandy Alcantara, 89 pitches. It was it was laughable, absolutely laughable, what took place out there. But uh, it is a phenomenal spot for Corbin. 23.5% K rate for the Mets. First left-handed pitching. Everything lines out to be just exquisite this evening for Mr. Pat Corbin. Um, lefties hit 277. Righties 316 off Patrick. So, yes, Corbin at 10-9 is an outstanding play today. Should be the staple of cash game lineups and very, very GPP relevant as his floor is very, very nice with some tremendous upside. Uh, you could gamble on Mike Miner if you so choose. I always like me some Mike Miner, but very dicey game against Seattle, so buyer beware. Uh, Chris Paddock at 9,500 at home against the D-backs. I don't mind going back to this well. Paddock coming off his worst start in a long, long time. But it's the thing with, with Paddock I mentioned. It's got to be GPP viable because if he either gets hit around A, obviously he's not going to go deep. Or if he's walking, guys. He only had one walk again. He's only had one walk in every start except one this season. So he's, he's got the upside for you. In a GPP, I don't mind it versus Arizona. An Arizona team that uh, strikes out to over 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They have a t- team total of 3.4, lefties 314, righties only a buck 99 versus Paddock. Uh, they can put out a good a good set of lefties, though, with Marte, Escobar, Peralta, Dyson. That's four for sure, and they can mix and match throughout there. So they have the weapons from the left side if they so choose. But Chris Paddock, very solid stuff at 95 if you so choose to go there. Last guy up top, he's probably my second option here outside of Patrick Corbin. Is Mike Soroka at ninety two hundred bucks at home? I mean, on the road against the San Francisco Giants, Soroka's got a one ERA at home in three starts. He's got a .95 ERA in three road starts. And those three road starts, two earned in eighteen and two thirds, seventeen strikeouts. He's basically his numbers are almost identical home and road. Still giving up zero home runs on the season. He's been outstanding. Now he gets a Giants team that's just not good at baseball. Um, you got Soroka and a Giants team attracted over twenty four percent of the time for right-handed pitching. Soroka almost a 21% K rate, 51% ground ball rate. All outstanding stuff there. And uh, lefties hit 303, righties 278 off Soroka. So Soroka, very, very, very nice look on tonight's slate. So we're looking at 9K and above. We've got Corbin 1, Soroka 2. And then you can mix in Paddock and Minor if you so choose. But for me, it's Corbin and Soroka with a bullet for those two. Two of the best matchups you're going to find on this slate. If you want to save some cash on Corbin to start with Soroka, no problem with that at all. Now, when you drop to the 8K range, you got Brad Peacock, $8,900 at home against the Chicago White Sox. Really good spot here versus Peacock. A very inconsistent pitcher 
in Peacock, but he's been about to run better at home than on the road this season. You have a Chicago White Sox team that will strike out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So that's what you're looking at with Peacock. He's got almost 31% K rate, 38% ground ball rate. Just once in a while, his control is not there. Lefties do it 330. Righties only 202 off Brad Peacock. So Peacock at 8900 bucks definitely gives some serious upside against a White Sox offense that, for the most part, is really, really bad. So Peacock is a really, really good spot there. Uh, Luke Weaver at the Padres for 8500 bucks. Padres offense that you can target early and often. Yeah, Weaver has faced him, uh, he's faced him twice this year, six and a third, but only one start. So I'll say six and a third, five hits, two earned, eight Ks, 11.6 DraftKings points per performance. That's that's muddled, again, because he made like a third of an inning appearance out of the pen. If we look at his just overall start, he got 23.3 DraftKings points per start against San Diego. He's coming in off a rocky one against Pittsburgh, but before that was absolutely outstanding. So... Really good spot here going into Petco to face the Padres for Weaver. A Padres team striking out almost 28% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So a very nice GPP strikeout upside target. We mentioned in six and a third innings earlier this year, eight strikeouts for Luke against San Diego. So lots to like in that respect. The Padres team with a 4.1 team total. Lefties 311, righties 306, and only a 291 Woba versus right-handed pitching. So a lot to like there with Lukey Weaver at 8,500. The last guy I'm going to mention is Jake Odorizzi at 8200 bucks at the Angels. The Angels don't strike out a ton, which is a massive bummer. They just got to Odorizzi. He went five and a third, three earned. He got two homers and three Ks last time out. He's been much better on the road than at home. So be careful with Odorizzi. Again, Angels don't strike out a ton, but uh, he could be in play if you're looking for salary relief. But for me, it's it's uh, Luke Weaver 1, Brad Peacock 2, and Jake Odorizzi 3. Now, sadly... I don't have any options below 8200 bucks at the moment. I need to find out who's pitching in Chicago. Um, I'm not taking Gagnon at 71 versus the Nats. That's not happening because he's not even stretched out to go that far. Andrew Suarez versus Atlanta is an option, but not one I like at 7800 bucks at all. Mike Leak, not a chance versus Texas. And Andrew Kashner, not happening. So I need to see who else is throwing out there to give me an idea on who I want. But right now, sadly, nothing below 8 k So we're going to have to look for some value at the bats, which we will have. But recapping your pitching real quick, up top, it's Corbin and Soroka, one and two, very clear cut, one and two for me. And then after that, it's, you know, um, Chris Paddock and Mike Miner. And then in the middle, they're in the 8K range, Weaver, Peacock, and Odorizzi. All right, let's check out the bats on this eight-gamer at the catcher's position. Gary Sanchez against Andrew Kastner in a smash spot at 5200 bucks. Uh, we know Trashner is a guy we can target early. And often on these slates, Yankees have a 5.25 team total. Lefties 302, righties 426. So some serious reverse splits versus the trash man. Um, Sanchez in a really good spot here. GPP only though, because A, the price is crazy for a catcher. And B, it's just inconsistencies with Sanchez. Like 15, 0, 3, 19, 2, 8, 3, 0, 0, 0, 5. So very inconsistent, but he's got double long upside in and out of the week. So that's what makes him GPP relevant going on down a little farther though um, you got the likes of maybe a uh, where'd they go like maybe a Johnny Lucroy against Odorizzi Odorizzi in his reverse splits you could look at that but what I really like at 3700 if you're not going to Sanchez up top Jason Castro at 3700 our boy averaging 12.2 in his last 10 15 18 and 20 in his last three in a really good spot here versus Pedrosian and Pena Pena you can attack with lefties because up a lot of fly balls um, Castro at 37, really, really good value there 
at the catcher's position. Tyler Flowers at 35 versus Andrew Suarez would be another one I'm looking at. But Castro is the guy I'm targeting behind the dish at this moment in time. First base, you can go to the struggling Luke Voigt at 5,200. Um, or Trey Mancini at 5K is one I really, really like. First base outfield eligible against J.A. Happ. He's at, got uh, 0, 14, 7, 25, 0, 14 in his last few games. Definitely in play at 5K. Happ has gotten beat up by the Orioles early on this season. Um, lefty's 315, righty's 354 versus Happ. Trey Boo Boo, first base outfield eligible at 5K is in play tonight. Few others to look at here. GPP relevant Peter Alonso, but I go at 4,600 to Anthony Rizzo. Went deep again last night. The dude just keeps crushing baseballs, uh, hitting really well. He's got uh, six Jimmy Jacks, or no, it's on the road. Uh, three Jimmy Jacks over his last 10 games, 11 on the season, swinging a really hot stick going up against Jake Arietta tonight. Uh, when you look at the Cubs, lefty's 441, righty's 281 versus Arietta right now. So Pete, or, uh, Anthony Rizzo at 4,600. Very much in play in this one. Howie Kendrick and Onet Stack versus Gagnon and the rest of the Mets bullpens worth a look at 4,400. A few others you can take a look at here. CJ Crona like versus lefties versus better than righties, but still in play in a, a rough matchup for the Angels tonight at 4,200. A few others like Ronald Guzman at 3,900 versus Mike Leak. We've seen the high total in that game. We've seen how you can get to Leak. Guzman definitely GPP relevant because he can run into one at any moment in time. He's 3,900 bucks. Uh, Texas is a 5.85 team total at the moment That's going to rise over 6 by game time I can tell already Lefty's 339, righty's 396 first league So Guzman at 39 is in play for you as a value A few others you can peek at Like an Eric Hosmer at 37 is GPP relevant Albert Pujols at 37 as well With Odorizzi's reverse split and his bad road woes So Pujols at 37 is not bad uh, Ryan Healy's been rather quiet of late, only averaging 6.6 over his last 10. But we like Healy versus lefties and GPPs going up against Mike Miner at 37, and that hitter's ballpark is worth a look. And then last but not least, if you're looking for a pure YOLO punt here, it's Kendris Morales at 3400 bucks since coming to the Yankees. 11 points, 14 points, playing really, really well in Yankee Stadium. Went deep a couple games ago. Uh, he gets Andrew Cashner tonight in that hitter-friendly ballpark in Baltimore this evening. So Kendrick's at 3400 bucks, definitely a punt play there. Second base action for you. You can go Glaber Torres at 48, hoping for another double-dong day from him. Uh, Cattell Marte, GPP only versus Paddock. Johnny Villar, switch hit versus Happ at 43. If you're going GPP, though, Rugnit Odor, 4300 bucks versus Mike Leak. Very much in play for you there. Uh, Tommy LaStella, 4200 bucks. Uh, we've mentioned the reverse splits of Odorizzi, but I'm writing it up for the batter breakdown today for the Quant Edge. Odorizzi on the road versus left-handed hitters has really, really struggled. They've hit him very, very well for some reason in, on the road. They've hit him well, so the Stella at 42, especially cash games, I like that quite a bit for some savings. The farther down you go, though, it gets pretty bleak on this slate. Like Cesar Hernandez versus Hugh Darvish at 38 could be worth a look. Switch hit and Wilkerson for Baltimore at 38, but there's not a ton down here in the lower range. At second base. Third base, you got Bregman. We're still waiting on a pitcher there for the White Sox, but it can't be great, to be honest. So 5,600 is worth the look. Uh, Chris Bryant, if you want to stack Chicago versus Arietta, you can go that route again. You want lefties versus Arietta, but both sides of the plate are in play. If you're targeting Panic, Eduardo Escobar, but what I like at 5,100 is Anthony Rendon. He is just a hitting machine, just keeps continually hitting. 
Really good cash game play with GPP upside. Averaging almost 12 points over his last 10, 2014 and 20 in his last three. The dude just mashes. That is what he does. Uh, 5100 bucks. Very good play. Mentioned Howie Kendrick already. He's first base, third base eligible. If you feel like targeting Brad Peacock, Yohan Moncada at 44 is your man and GPP only, but does have that big upside. A few more to look at here. Manny Machado at 41 versus Weaver's very solid look. Bastella at 42, but Austin Riley at 4K, third base outfit eligible versus Suarez. Riley went 0 for yesterday for the first time this season, but prior to that, 19, 6, 17, and 14, and he's been crushing baseballs since the call up going into. AT&T Park there against um, Suarez. I really like that quite a bit. Uh, a few others. You know, Miguel Sano versus the Angels duo at 37 could be in play. Edrible Cabrera is struggling, but GPP relevant. Same with Ryan Healy. So a couple options for you down there. But, uh, yeah, Austin Riley at 4K, not too shabby. Not a whole lot I like down below that. At this point in time, a lot can change. The lineups come out and things dictate differently. But at this first look, that's where we're at. Shortstop, you got Carlos Correa, who went deep again to Chris Sale deep yesterday, 5200 bucks. Eduardo Escobar is worth a look. Glaber Torres mentioned these guys already. But the guy I like, if uh, if you want to save some cash, Trey Turner at 4600 bucks, especially cash games. The Nats are going to be a really nice stack tonight. Uh, he got four points for you yesterday, but seven and 11. So since he's come off the IL, he's uh, reached base in all of his games. He scored a run in two of those games. He's got a stolen base already. Very good floor for cash games with some big time upside at 4600 bucks in that matchup versus Gagnon and the rest of the Mets bullpen. Jorge Polanco in a great spot there against the Angels tonight. Averaging almost 10 points over his last 10, 16 points in yesterday's outing as he went four for five with a run scored and a ribeye against the Seattle Mariners. So keep an eye on Jorge Polanco. Mentioned Johnny Villar, Machado, both worth a look. But if you want to go down from Polanco, Dansby Swanson's 4K, very, very GPP viable. Only averaging 5.6 his last 10, but he's hitting lefties with authority. And yes, it's AT&T Park, but the ball's flying these days. It's a different baseball. Different baseball. Andrew Suarez can give up some loud contact. It's GPP only because Swanson can go complete goose egg. And the other factor is, and it's been happening lately, that's why I want to mention it, he's been batting second a lot versus lefties. If he's batting second, that makes his value worth it. If he's batting seventh or eighth, it's tough to justify that's why Ozzie Albies, as good as he is versus lefties, and he's in play. It's not a smash play like it used to be because he's batting 7th or 8th in the lineup. If Dancy Swanson is batting 2nd, definitely worth a look there at $4,000. Andrelton Simmons has been a little quiet of late, but 37 versus Odorizzi, not a bad look for you there. Tim Beckham versus a lefty at 35 gets you some salary relief. Beckham's been bad, but he still hits lefties really well. He's been getting the starts versus lefties. Faced one a couple. He's like He played. He pinch hit on Saturday. He started on Friday. And then he, The previous start was three days prior to that. I believe that was Tuesday. But he went deep off a of lefty. So not getting a lot, of, a lot of run right now. He's in a platoon there with J.P. Crawford. But he should be starting versus uh, the lefty minor. 3,500. You could look that direction. Other than that, you have to check lineups and see what else pops up. Outfield. Georgie Springer day-to-day. But keep a look on that. But Joey Gallo versus Mike Leake at 57. Michael Bradley is always in play. But Joey Gallo at 57. Very, very nice. You got Mike Trout. Uh-huh. Chris Bryant mentioned him already. But uh, you go down a little farther. Trey Mancini at 5K. Shinsu Chu at 49 versus Leak. Very solid play. Chu went deep yesterday. Uh, Peralta at GPPs versus Paddock. I can understand it. But Ronald Acuna Jr. at 46. I absolutely love the 
I thought the Braves would be priced higher, to be honest. But they're not. Acuna's averaging 10.4 over his last 10. I've been raving about him. I went through a bunch of X stats again yesterday from the since, since May 1st. Tweeted out a bunch of stuff. Almost tweeted Acuna's, but he's playing well enough to not be like shocked by it. But I was still shocked because as well as he's playing, there's still a massive gap between what they're expecting him to be doing on his contact right now. So there's even a bigger ceiling to what this guy is doing. Another level, as they say. So there's a lot to like here with Acuna at 4600 bucks. Keep an eye on him. As we'll keep talking about him pretty much every single day. Uh, Willie Calhoun of Texas, 45 versus Leak. Very good play there. Eddie Rosario at 43. Solid play as well. Here's some cheapies that will probably be chalky, but are phenomenal smash spots. You got Aaron Hicks at 4,200 at a big 22-point game last yesterday. Went deep for the first time since coming back from the IL. Then you got Brett Gardner, who's been playing really well at 4,200. Both of them super cheap versus Kashner and company. Juan Soto versus Gagnon at 42. Look at him as well. Fred Ray is always GPP viable at $4,200. Uh, farther down, Byron Buxton's okay at 41 Calhoun at 41 versus Odorizzi, not bad. But I'd rather have Noah Mazzara at 41 Very good spot there. Uh, don't sleep on Nick Markakis, especially in your stacks. He hits lefties very, very well, so don't give up on that. Good look there for Nicky Markakis. A few more. Bryce Harper, only 4K today, is a great spot there versus uh, Yu Darvish in a GPP. Harper's homework in back-to-back games. He's got nine or more points in three straight games. Now he goes into the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. Taking on you, Darvish, at 4000 Definitely GPP viable. I love the $4,000 price tag on Shohei Otani against Jake Odorizzi. Definitely pay attention there. Mentioned Austin Riley already at 4 k He's third-base outfit eligible. Charlie Culberson, if you're stacking Atlanta, don't sleep on him at 4 k He likes his lefties quite a bit. A few more to talk about here. Max Kepler at 38 is a definite value in that matchup versus the Angels. Um, you can maybe give Jake, uh, Jason Hayward a shot versus Arietta, But Adam Eaton versus Gagnon at 37, leading off or hitting second in that lineup. Good look there. Um, Brian Goodwin at 36 could be a punt. Kyle Schwarber at 35, very, very good GPP play as well. So that'll wrap it up for your hitters on this slate. Let's recap the pitching real quick on this one. You got Corbin, Soroka, Paddock, Miner up top. In the middle, Peacock or Weaver, Peacock, Odorizzi. Again, as as we get no news on who's pitching, I will have better information for you. If you're stacking it up tonight, you're looking at guys like the Braves versus Andrew Suarez. I can definitely get behind that. The Nats versus Gagnon and company like those quite a bit, and the Twins versus um, the duo in Anaheim. Big fan of those three for sure. Uh, Houston's going to be in the play probably no matter who they play. Your Texas game, Texas is and Seattle very much in play with Texas, a smash pop versus Leak. Then you got the Yankees versus Cashner. So lots of ways to go. Uh, Texas and Baltimore, I mean, Texas and New York are probably the two quote unquote safer plays. And then give me some Minnesota, Atlanta, and Washington as some very, our lower own looks for sure. All right, BVP, and we'll wrap this one up there. Uh, Renato Nunez, 7 for 15 of the double and three homers off half. Nunez has been ice cold for about a month, but GPP, you can look look there. Mancini, 8 for 25 with a double and three home runs versus half. Uh, Rickard's taking him deep. Chris Davis taking him deep twice. Kendris Morales, 7 for 14, three homers off Kashner. Gleyber Torres, 5 for 10 with a double and a homer. Voigt's taking him deep. Hicks, 6 for 16, two doubles. They're hitting 328 off of Cash. Uh, da, da, da. Not too much there. Jason Hayward, 6 for 18 with a double off Arietta. Nobar Mazzara, 5 for 13, 3 doubles and a homer off Leak. Sensu Chu, 7 for 23, 2 doubles two, uh, and a homer. Pence, 15 for 39, 
three doubles, a triple, and a homer. Gallo's taking a deep. Odor's taking a deep. As a team, the Rangers are at 353 with a 418 Woman, a 247 ISO off of Mike Leak. That is very, very good for you keeping track at home. Mitch Hanniger, 6 for 12, two doubles, a triple off of Minor. Santana and Healy have taken Minor deep. Uh, Acuna 3 for 5 with a triple off of Suarez. Culberson's taken Suarez deep as well. Mike Trout 5 for 10 with a double off of Rizzi. Luke Croy and Lestella have taken Rizzi deep. Uh, Manny Machado 3 for 6. Two homers off Luke Weaver. And that'll wrap it up for your BVP. And that'll wrap it up for Quick Hits. Quick one of the books. Eight game slate on your Monday to get you back at it. Again, check us out on Twitter at FantasyDJs.com. Free Slack chat. Uh, Dana's got her pitching primer up and ready. We'll have much, much more to get you ready for this week's golf action, soccer action, and much, much more. Go check out thequantedge.com. Promo code Bubba gets you what you need over there. And give a rating and review on iTunes. I'd much, much appreciate it. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Any questions, come my way. I will help you out. But that'll do it for your Monday edition of MLB DFS Crickets. Your Monday, May 20th edition. I'm out. Thank you.